welcome your hosts for this evening. Lights, camera, what's the action? Welcome to Lights, Camera, What's the Action, the podcast about betting on film and television awards. I'm Tony Coca-Cola. Over there, right there, is the professor. Hello, professor. All aboard the Kyoto Express. Choo-choo. <laughs> Indeed. And over there is Max Wren. Hello, Max. Oh, it's too much stuff, Tony. Too much stuff. Too much stuff. Too many things. Too many things. This is it. The last desperate grasp towards profitability as the 2022 Oscars, they are upon us in a few days' time. Odds and ends, very quickly, the precursors have been finalised. The PGA Awards, eight of the last 11, this is matched up with Best Picture, was won by Coda. Professor got on, didn't you? You got on? $3.50 worth, yeah. Oh, well done, Professor. Surely the clubhouse leader. No, 4 I think it was, oh, 4 yeah. Professor, everything he's touching is turning to gold. Clayton Davis. He's my man. He's your man. The Writers Guild Awards. <laughs> uh, adapted screenplay. Seven of the last 11 have matched up with the Oscar. Was won by Coda. Original screenplay. Six of the last 11 matched up. Won by Don't Look Up. What? Where did that come from? That was oh, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. ASC, the American Cinematography Guild. Seven of the last 11 have matched up. This was won by... June, boo. Right, so the big takeaway from the last couple of days, Coda's now fave for pick, almost fave for pick, but it's favourite for adapted screenplay and supporting actor. It's nominated for three big awards and it's going to win all three. Is it? Is it really? Is it really? What do you think? Mm. Oh, wow. It's so close now, isn't it? Um you know, one one's with twelve nominations and and all the technicals and the acting, and one's with three. Uh, I think Power Dog can can cling to victory. Oh. What do you think, Max? Mm. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be talking about Coda a little later on. I think, yeah. Well, Max, what does Best Picture? What does that even mean? What 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 are the metrics that we should best to to best define? Best picture. If you were an Academy voter, Max, what are you looking for? What's the checklist? Is there a checklist? Or are you just going with with your gut? Well, what makes you feel good? Uh, I think it's, for me, it'd be a really, really simple equation. And it is it a great work of cinema? That's it. That's what it comes down to. What defines a great work of cinema? What defines that? Uh, something that is that has complexity, that has originality that has coherence um <laughs> I, can, I can hear your code review already okay. <laughs> yes sorry continue uh all of all of those things that uh yeah there's there's there has to be a, a sense of of you know authenticity to it you do have to you do have to to experience that work and you and you do and it does need to operate on some emotional level and some intellectual level uh hopefully uh, that would be great, um, but uh, but uh, yeah, the, the, you know that that it breaks through in some way, and then then you'd be happy, like in ten years' time or twenty years' time, to to say, yeah, I voted for that as as best picture Oscar, and it was rewarded with that, uh, rather than 
we look back and we just say, Green Book, how did how did that happen? You know, why hey, what is, happened? Mm. Why is that? <laughs> why is that uh, rewarded uh, for the Oscar for Best Picture? Uh, and uh, look, we shall see. We shall see. We shall see indeed. Right, before we jump into all the final predictions and the final odds and everything else, let's talk about the Oscar ceremony itself. Now, people, they're not watching the Oscars anymore, and that's not acceptable, apparently. Uh, so we need, to, we need to do something. We've got to, something's got to be done. Uh, and this year, for example, uh, categories have been cut from the live broadcast uh, to make room for, uh, at the very least, more songs uh, for a start. Um, the Oscars are an awards show. Should it be less awards and more show? What do you think, Professor? Well, it's it's the, the Academy trying to chase something that has been lost long ago, which is this relevance and significance and cultural milestone that the Oscars used to be. So back when James Cameron uh, said his heart would go on, that was 50 million viewers, that, that particular telecast. And they've been chasing that ever since. And as we know, the every year the, the viewership d- declines. Um, but what they've done with this decision, Tony, is they've alienated the base. We're the, we're the base. We want to see the, the tech awards and, and all the small stuff that people don't care about. And they just need to double down the base and, and please the people that happily will sit there for three or four hours and enjoy the telecast. Well, I've got one question. The question is... Who is the audience? Who is the audience? Like so, Professor talking about the base. So, who who is the who is the imagined audience for for this network TV program? And we have to understand that this is this is ABC in the United States, and it'll be covered on or carry on Channel Seven in Australia, and it's always been on uh, free to air TV in Australia. The seven or nine, I think, from from memory, over you know, I've been watching it for thirty years or something. Uh, and in the United States, again, it's on it's on network TV. And as we understand that the the history of television has gone through the the most uh, radical change uh, ever, I think, within the last within the last six seven years, due to streaming, due to Netflix and, and Apple and and everybody else that's gotten on the bandwagon. Uh, and network TV is not network TV of ten years ago at all. And in some ways, it's a litmus test. I think this is a really interesting case study to consider the Academy Awards uh, a show, the ceremony as a show on network TV. And is it is it a bellwether to say, yeah, the, the era of network uh, of network television has changed so radically, and, and the Academy Awards is an indicator of that. And we were talking um, off air a couple of days ago about that's 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 one. You know perspective and then the other is that some things don't change and one of the things that really hasn't changed and we we're watching this this documentary series i've only seen the first episode on sbs uh on the tonight show the history of the tonight show and when you go back and look at some of these very very early episodes of the tonight show with you know hosts like jack parr for instance in the mid to late 1950s and then you still compare it to versions of the Tonight Show and the Late Show today. It's essentially the same show, and it's essentially the same bits, and it's the the same format and the the, uh, the same lineup, and you know the desk and the host and all that kind of stuff. And that seems to succeed. So is it that yes, obviously 
network television has changed um, enormously, radically, uh, but still some things can, can stay the same. But is it that the Academy Awards cannot, cannot? Uh, so the first question I've got is who is the imagined audience for the show? TikTokers. That's it. That's that's the one. Is it isn't it the number one app or number one website visited? I think now uh, in the world, I think is TikTok. It's taken over Google. It's taken over YouTube. Yeah, TikTok's but the, the number one. But but the, the average TikTok user uh, would definitely not be the audience for the Academy Awards. But are they? This is what they're chasing. Are they want they want the young people? Is this is this right? Do they want the young people watching? That's why they get. You know what the the Blink One Eighty Two drummer to be in the house band or something? Yeah, that's what? nuts. <laughs> but that, there's a there's an, an, a massive disconnect because look at the films that are being awarded. Look at the films that are being awarded, and they are not the kinds. That's not the kind of content that TikTokers are consuming. But this could be the problem with the Academy, though. This is like, why aren't there the Spider-Mans and the free guys, you know, or whatever? This yeah. is the problem with the Academy. You know why? Because they're not great cinema. That's <laughs> and well, like, there's, that's, there's, a there's the disconnect, perhaps. The, the, the disconnect is what is the Academy Award? There's, yeah, that's right. What is the Academy Awards, the nature of the show, and who is the imagined audience? And, and those things just not adding, adding up. They aren't adding up. Uh, TikTokers, TikTokers consume TikTok. And they they consume TikTok like material. They like things in you know five twenty second bites. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> then there is no fucking way in the world that they're going to sit through Drive My Car. You know, they're going to do a TikTok version of Drive My Car, and yeah. that's not TikTok, <laughs> that's not Drive My Car. You know, uh, it's 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 not. It's absolutely not. And many of the people that are running the show right, at at the very highest echelons that they are scared old men. You know. They're they're scared for their jobs, you know. They're they're pulling down their million dollar salaries, and they want to stay in power, right? as you know, as the nature of power. Uh, they don't understand TikTok. They're trying to. I'm sure they've got advisors that they pay, you know, ten thousand dollars an hour to give them advice <laughs> what to do. And one of them is, yeah, get the drummer from Blink One Eight Two or something. Uh, and they go, which is oh, a band okay. from the nineties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not sure how relevant they are. Yeah, why didn't you? Oh, anyway, yeah, they got Billie Eilish to sing and Beyonce. So you know, maybe that'll get the uh, the youngsters in. Beyonce on a tennis court in Compton, no doubt. <laughs> but they, these are like this is this is Beyonce as a band aid. I mean, this it just does not make sense that the the calculation is not there. Uh, and it's like everybody is running scared. Um, I don't know what the solution is. I do not know what the solution is. I, I absolutely know the answer to the, to the question that who is the audience. It is not TikTokers, right? Even though they may want TikTokers, yes, to be the audience because of their, you know, purchasing power and the idea of network television and advertising and that that uh, confluence. Uh, what do you guys think? I think it's film lovers. So let's let's just be really serious and do a fantastic show to, to please that audience. And if in, and if you can get five to ten million people to watch it, happy days. And if ABC don't like that, take it to another network. I don't think they're going to get five to ten million. But one thing that was really interesting to me, uh, Tony and I watched the the ASC Awards live, right? Their, mm. their stream from the from the uh, clubhouse. And something that really struck me was just like, okay, so the people in the clubhouse watching there was probably. I don't know, maybe 100 people in the clubhouse. Uh, it was a small occasion, obviously, because of, of uh, COVID and other things. But then I looked up in the top right-hand corner 
right, to see the number of views. And this is not Twitch. This is not a Fortnite Twitch stream where you have a half a million people, you know, watching someone play live. There were 350 people in the entire planet watching this thing. That, that was sobering. That was absolutely sobering for me. Tony, was it for you just to give you a sense of, oh, okay, who's interested in this kind of thing? Who are the, who are the hardcore? Obviously we are, you know, because we're crazy. Well, it should be telling for the academy the, these kind of these kinds of numbers. They don't want that though. That's they 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 want to stay in a, in a fantasy delusion land. The solution for me is that the sooner the show goes onto a streamer, uh, the better. Um, yeah. There's there'll be no ads to worry Subscription about. Subscription only. Yeah. Exactly. So the show is going to play a lot shorter if that's you know a concern. Although you know when it's on a streamer, no one will care because you just get the hardcore fans watching it. Um, the Academy is still going to get paid. The majority of its revenue apparently uh, every year comes from selling the broadcast rights. That's right. Which are, depending on who's reporting, between like 70 to $100 million. Even if it was on Netflix and even if it was like a pay-per-view kind of special event, even if you had to pay $10 to see the Oscars, even though you're a Netflix subscriber, you're still going to get 10 million people paying $10 easy. Agree, Tony. Just staggering. Yeah. So the sooner it can get onto a streamer, the better. Have it go for four hours, five hours, whatever. People will pay and they'll be happy. Maybe Apple will take it up after they win Coda. Yeah. Embrace what it is. It's an award show, keyword awards. It's not a variety show. It's not SNL. Just, yeah, embrace what it is. It's it's really sad to see them. You can just like they're clutching at straws, and every year they've got to they've got to change it. They've got to they've got to improve it because the numbers are slipping. The numbers are slipping, and the, and the numbers will continue to slip. There's no doubt about it. Like probably the, the average age of the audience for the Oscars it might be sixty five. Mm. You know, and they've they've really tried hard. The various guilds and groups and petitions. Jessica's Chastain is not going to do the red carpet with her mate because of the makeup team is not going to be acknowledged. Uh, but it doesn't seem to be moving the ABC needle. Right. So what have we been watching, Max? You have finally seen the film of the hour, the film of the month, the film of the year, possibly Coda. What did you think of Coda? Yeah. Well, after watching this film that you mentioned, which I won't <laughs> mention the title, I watched it last night. And in light of its PGA win, which astonished me, and WGA win, which was pretty pretty crazy for me now after seeing the film, it's really made me reconsider the idea of what these guilds value in cinema, what they really think great cinema is. So I, as I said to you, I was very, very sad this morning um, <laughs> after reflecting on this. So this film is unimaginative it's simplistic it's dull it's formulaic it's filmmaking on the level of a hallmark greeting card i thought the film was a total nothing it was boring cinematically it was flat it had an uninteresting style it was uh the, the storytelling was formulaic it was cheesy it was completely predictable unoriginal um, and the audience, I feel, is made to respond as if they were children to the events that, that are presented. We're led like a child to like a, a fake emotional conclusion. So 
uh, I really hated it. It'll probably win the Oscar for Best Picture. Um, you think so? Yeah. I, I can't. I can't believe filmmakers will vote for this bullshit. Um, it's it's just fake, simple emotion, no challenge. It's a it's a made for TV movie that will probably win cinema's greatest prize, and that's very sad to me. Mm, wow. Uh, well, I actually watched uh, The Bellier Family, uh, which is the original French film that Coda is based on. Uh, and I read an interview with Sian uh, Haider, the uh, director of Coda, uh, and this is a direct quote. She said, uh, I think I never read the script for The Bellier Family. I watched the movie once. Well, she either had a notepad handy <laughs> or uh, she has a hell of a memory. The plot is obviously the same about a girl uh, who is a child of deaf adults and she wants to sing uh, and she wants to go for this scholarship or what the contest, whatever it is. Uh, the dressing is a bit different. The French family are dairy farmers and in Coda, they're obviously they're fishermen. People of the earth, Tony, people of the earth. People of the earth, yeah, they're absolutely. That's what makes them endearing. Uh, there are a lot of key similarities and I would argue sort of key similarities and moments that make that have made Coda as endearing and appealing as it is like the mum and dad in the original are both very openly sexual uh, and that's quite endearing in Coda you know that's something you don't see too much you know and the, the uh, they see a doctor about a sex rash which is again in in Coda as well and the daughter gets embarrassed um, there's the unorthodox, charismatic singing teacher. Uh, the the daughter and the her, her duet partner, the boy, they both sing back to back in her bedroom. You know, stuff like that. Like moments that you think, oh, this that's really sweet and and nice, and maybe too sentimental for you, Max. No, but, not not sweet or nice. Yeah, yeah, but oh my god, you know, but. Even like directorial stuff, like at the end when the family comes to watch her uh, sing, or not in the end, about two thirds of the way through, when they come to sing her at the school concert and the sound from the soundtrack all goes down as the family's watching it mm. and, the, and the family's watching the other audience members. That's in the original as well. And that's mm. like a direct directorial decision that's just been ripped off. Uh, the dad, you know, listening to his daughter sing by putting his hand on her throat, you know, that kind of thing. It's, it, this is like Tarantino level theft. It's, uh, if this information had have got out it, over the last couple of uh, weeks, months, it would have been really interesting to see how, if Coda had a go, would have gone down as popular as it has. But it, that, doesn't, that doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, the, fil the film is such lazy filmmaking. So there's more would, I haven't mentioned too, by the way. Yeah, well, why, why wouldn't it be absolutely lazy remake um, strategy <laughs> as well? Just like, oh yeah, we do that, and then we'll just we'll just repeat it beat for beat. Uh, yeah, that makes total sense. One one more question before we push off the um, the Coda fishing boat: Does the adapted screenplay winner become the best picture winner? That's a good question. Is uh, uh, Dog? It, it, it's really tight. Uh, as we'll find out in a minute, that the odds between uh, Dog and Coda for adapted screenplay, Lost Orders now out to like nine or something. Um, it's perhaps, perhaps, Professor. Yeah. It's interesting with Lost Order, a number of these anonymous ballots and also, you know, Scott Feinberg and, and some of the other 
um, awards pundits on the you know the major publications uh, when they're talking about lost order now they're getting responses obviously this I think uh, the awards ballots closed today is yes. that right yeah um, and so everybody's obviously talking in in LA uh, to one another and saying well what are you doing what are you doing and what they're getting is that there's a lot of people really do not like lost order at all uh, and the other sentiment is they, they just don't understand the motivation for that central character. Um, and that's that's mystifying to them. They're just like, I don't understand it because it's not simple. It's not straightforward. It's not, you know, given to you like a child, uh, like a coda. Um, and, and and I think uh, that that's really going to hurt it, uh, which is a real, real shame because I think it does really interesting things. And it is it is complicated in terms of human psychology, that, that film. It's not straightforward. Um, so yeah, I think, I think it's, that's a really, if it wasn't for Maggie Gyllenhaal, that wouldn't have a chance in hell, but that the Gyllenhaal factor, because she's so likable, I think, um, yeah, maybe, I don't know if it should be nine, maybe it should be five or something like that. Uh, but it's still a bit of a long shot. So you think professor, if Coda wins adapted screenplay, it's winning pick. If you can do bet live, get on. Yeah, that, that that's your forecast there, I think. Yeah. If dog wins, it, it's going to mm. win pick. Yeah. And the odds are pretty similar too, yeah. They are. Yeah, they're very pick. similar. Yeah. Right, the shorts. Um, over For me, pretty ordinary collection of films across all three categories uh, for me. Uh, let's start with the doco shorts. Uh, Audible, uh, which was, reminded me a lot of time. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, the feature doco last year, because uh, it's very, very stylized uh, for mm. a doco. Uh, it's it's hard to tell what's performed and what's like legitimately captured. It feels more like a scripted film than than a doco, which I don't think will do it any favors. That's audible about the deaf, funnily enough, deaf uh, American gridiron football team. Yeah, it's, it is hard to tell, but it just feels so American. It feels like so many, so many of these uh, participants in a lot of these documentaries, these American documentaries, they seem to be very practiced in their ability to speak to camera, to speak to camera, yeah. and to perform as well. Uh, I think it's pretty interesting. I think it's pretty interesting that one, but um, uh, I don't think it's in the. I don't think it's in the top three. Professor, you saw it. Yeah, it's it's my number one pick actually, and um... you get good odds. Uh, yeah, indeed, six dollars at the moment. Uh, it's up against Queen of the Basketball, which I haven't seen, but um, I think it's got all the the woke elements in there that voters might go for. It, uh, you know, gay and black and deaf and <laughs> bingo, <laughs> suicide, suicide. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it wasn't too bad. I, I didn't mind it. Lead me home, which is about the uh, homeless situation in Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Seattle. Um, I thought this was good, uh, very sobering, um, a few too many drone shots in there. But um, I think the fact that it's so close to Hollywood, I think the liberal guilt will be very strong with this one. Um, it's very long in terms of price. I think it's 26. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I, at 26, I, I think it's a really good bet. I think it's pretty good. I like the structure of it. I thought it was, it was pretty ambitious as well. Uh, yeah, I agree with the drone shots. It's just it's it's such a it's such a cliche in documentary now, unfortunately. And it's just like you just pointed out on a drone, drone, drone. Not only in documentary, but you know, reality TV and associated things like that. But I I, I found it to be a pretty affecting portrait. 
Um, and uh, yeah, I thought it was a pretty strong film. Not too bad. Yeah, I'll third you on that uh, on the drone shots. Uh, yeah, just like oh man, another drone shot. Here we go, another one. Uh, yeah, yeah, su- surprising. Uh, a little bit too long. But very depressing. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, Queen of Basketball, uh, which is the favourite. Uh, there's not much to it in terms of being a documentary. It's just a close-up, a very extreme close-up, really, of uh, one person talking to camera, intercut with like old basketball footage and press footage and stuff. Um, it's the same director as a concerto is a conversation from last year, uh, which, and it's, a, yeah, it's uh, produced by uh, the New York times. Uh, so it's a very short fave and yeah, I think it's, it's certainly the easiest to watch out of all five nominees. So I think that's probably a deserved fave. It's funny. You say it's the easiest to watch. It's the one that I tapped out <laughs> after a period. I just lost, complete interest in the subject whatsoever it was just like the same she was saying the same thing over and over again and and it was just like i, I my eyes were glazing over and it's just like no nah, i i'm not i'm not into this at all i mean i don't i don't care about basketball in in the extreme um i i guess i was just too far away from it and and it was yeah it just seemed boring to me unfortunately yeah uh but i yeah i think it's got a very strong chance Three songs for Benazir. Uh, for me, this it's good, but it felt like half a doco. I think there's interesting characters and an interesting story there, and then it just stops. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think mm-hmm. the story just stops. Uh, but it, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I I wanted more. I wanted more information, please. It, it, it's it's okay for me. Nothing special. Um, the 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 chronology of it I found it really interesting that they sort of chopped out. The, the most interesting transition of this young of the main character's life when he without well we can spoil it, people are going to watch it but um yeah he comes back a drug addict says, oh well that was interesting how did that happen <laughs> and yet they removed it yeah this 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 film really moved me I, I moved me remarkably I wasn't ready for it but I I I I started to cry with this film. I, I really lost it. I, I felt. I think this is a very, very good film. Out of out of all of the shorts, I, I think this is by far the best film uh, for me. And that transition that you just um, uh, spoiled there, um, Professor. Uh, that yeah, after four years, and and it's it is built into the film when you see it there of how he goes from one to the other, and then when he meets his wife again, and and he starts to sing to her. Uh, I, I thought it was a very, very beautiful uh, film, and and, mm. and it was clear that the documentary filmmakers, obviously, they um, stayed with these subjects for years, for years, for a twenty-two minute film. Um, and no, I, I thought this was an excellent, an excellent short documentary. Mm. We can get a good price for that, I think, Max. I think it's second favourite at most places. Uh, and then there's When We Were Bullies, uh, which I think is an excellent premise. Um, uh, an older guy, sort of, you know, uh, about 50 years old, who remembers a bullying incident from his childhood and wants to track down if his fellow classmates from that school remember it uh, and the bullied person, if, if it had an impact on that person's life or whatever, it turns very, uh, very pretentious and sort of self-involved. I think the, it's animated a lot of it. Um, there's an unsatisfying ending. Um, yeah. I uh, no, it didn't work for me, um, unfortunately, because I really like the setup for it. Um, yeah. Out of all those five, I think point of basketball is, uh, is the fave. Yeah, my, my take on on bullies, um, yeah, interesting premise, and had some had the bones of a really interesting short documentary. 
Uh, but the payoff there where they go to visit the the teacher who doesn't even remember what happened. Like, why do they even do that? <laughs> yeah. It just adds nothing to the story. Yeah, it was very unsatisfying uh, yeah. in the end. Um, live action short. The Dress. Uh, I thought this was good. I think it's well acted, but uh, predictable where it ended up. Max? Uh, that was my favourite out of all of the oh. live action short. I thought the live action short category was the weakest out of all three. Yeah, I would uh, but, agree. But yeah. the dress, which is a, uh, I think it's a graduation film from a guy who was at the Warsaw Film School. Um, uh, I think I think it's the best of, of all of them. Um, yeah, good performances, uh, really great um, a level of craft. And I disagree with you with the ending. I think the ending is really strong, particularly like that last sequence uh, where she opens the door of the hotel room and then. Is that moment where she kind of just just looks and, and reflects on her own life. I really like the ending. I didn't like the ending for many of these films, but I think that was one of the best. The Long Goodbye, uh, which is uh, starring, um, uh, produced, I think, and maybe co-written by Riz Ahmed, uh, who also executive produced Flea, by the way, the feature doco. Uh, very angry, very political, uh, and then gets a bit sort of surreal at the end there. I think this goes, it's the favourite at the moment. I think it goes too hard uh, and too far for regular Academy voters. It's going to be interesting to see if this gets up. I know Riz has a lot of goodwill, but, yeah, I think the premise and, yeah, where he takes it, yeah, I think it's a bit too much. What did you think of the turn to rap at the end? Well, that's it, yes. It gets a bit surreal. Um, apparently this whole film was made as like a promotional tool for Riz's rap album, concept album or something, um, which puts a whole different spin on it, uh, I think. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it, it was interesting, but uh, yeah, I think it's too angry. Uh, I thought it was pretty powerful. Um, uh, again, uh, uh, pretty good filmmaking. It, uh, I'm just not too sure, like, Who's going to watch these shorts and and have they seen you know have they seen some challenging shorts uh, in in the in the past? I don't I don't think it goes too far. Um, I don't think it's too avant garde. Um, you know everyone's seen music videos before and how they play with the form. Um, and, oh, not formally, uh, just um, politically. The content, I think, yeah, politically. Is no. it too angry politically? No, 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 no. I, don't, I I think it's I think it's acceptable. On my mind, um, you were always on my mind. Uh, This—it's a very touching film, but I didn't really see the point of it <laughs> in the end. Um, this didn't hit for me at all. Uh, It—I uh, don't think it was very well shot either. It looked sometimes it looked like it was shot on beta cam. Some shots in the bar it was really strange. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's uh, it, yeah, it was it, it was fine, yeah, but nothing special. Yeah, I only saw the the trailer for that, and uh, it yeah it didn't look like it was anything special. Yeah. Please hold. This is like a, a Twilight Zone, Black Mirror esque sort of satire. Uh, I think it's it was good. I think it's a great premise. Um, I don't think the ending works, uh, and not everything in the logic within the film I don't think works either. But yeah, it was it was good. Um, someone's going to ask uh, the filmmaker to turn this into a feature very yeah. very soon. Yeah, I that's think. exactly what it looked like to me. It looked like a calling card film from someone like maybe even a you know a film school film 
uh, but uh, just looking at the filmmaker, I mean, she uh, she graduated a number of years ago, and uh, this is she's already in the industry. But I think maybe this was her big chance. I don't know how, what the budget was. Again, it's lots of drones in this one as well. Yeah. Um, uh, the kind of drones as characters. Yeah, the effects are really good. The effects are really good in this. It's yeah. very polished. I liked a, a lot of the the things that were in it, but it just seemed to be. It, it's, it was a curious one. It was like there's not enough, but there's too much. Like it's, it was the same thing over and over. It's just like within within four minutes of the film, you you, you get it. You're just like, oh, okay, this is what it's about, uh, and it didn't really expand upon that. And it was kind of maybe hemmed in by its 19 minute running time. That it, that it maybe it needs you know 95 minutes, and then you can start to explore some of the complexity of these ideas. I did manage to catch this one, yeah, an average uh, Black Mirror episode, really. And then Alu Kachu, uh, Take and Run. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Don't know at all, actually. Uh, I thought this was uh, very good. Uh, it's an astonishing premise, uh, apparently based on many true stories. Um, I think this will come close to winning. Uh, it's not as strong an ending as it deserved, uh, but this ticks a lot of... Hashtag Me Too boxes, I think. Uh, and with the rise of Campion, I th- yeah, I think this will win. I think this will win. Yeah, I think it's got uh, really good performances in it, really great central performance too. Uh, it's it's very frightening film. Uh, again, it's another sobering film. Um, and, uh, yeah, when you find out that this is this is a practice, this kind of bride kidnapping, uh, which is the, you know, the title of the film is the, the type of, of activity that takes place. And this is really common uh, in, in these areas. Uh, and, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it too has, has a – I think it's got a better chance than The Dress. I think The Dress is a better film. Uh, but I think this is – yeah, this, this has got a better chance of, of winning. Animated short. Interesting group of nominees uh, in animated short this year. There's only one sort of family-friendly or kiddie one, which is Robin Robin. The other four – uh, are quite adult uh, affairs of the art. Um, I love the look of this one. It's very like pencil sketchbook kind of look. Um, it's a bit too rambling. It doesn't really have a spine to it. Uh, but uh, I think it was fun. It was fun. Well, yeah, I, I enjoyed the art, not so much the narrative or the storytelling. Yeah, I thought it was pretty captivating. Yeah, I mean the, the style. All of these films. Um, without question, I mean the craft, the level of craft is is excellent. It's uniformly excellent. Uh, but this this was my favourite out of the out of all of the animated films. Uh, even though there's one I wanted to see, but I didn't get to see, which we'll probably talk about in a second. Uh, I didn't shell out the three dollars and fourteen cents. Oh, Max, come on! I, see I think Camp, Campion will provide. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Well, we'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah, this strange family and these kind of little little um, observations that were happening. Yeah, that, it uh, it uh, it stole my heart. This one, I, and uh, I was it was it was it was funny and it was it was beautiful and it was witty. Yeah, I like this a lot. Bestia, which is the one you haven't seen, Max. Uh, this is yeah. It's is it worth three dollars and fourteen cents? It really is. It's beautifully designed stop motion. There's a great mood about it. Uh, it's really well directed. Uh, it's very political about what exactly I don't know, but it's uh, yeah. I, I really liked it, but it's a real downer. Um, it's yeah. It's heavy going, but geez, it looks pretty. It looks really, really good. The trailer looked fantastic. The trailer looked fantastic. I almost pulled, the, pushed the button there. But it's a, it's about a, a, a Chilean secret police person, isn't it? That's yeah. Who sort of yeah. Um, 
yeah, tortures people with dogs, uh, prisoners with dogs and things. Wow. And yeah, yeah oh, wow. there's uh, um, there's some bestiality going on. It's uh, yeah, oh, it's it's, there's, it's no Robin Robin, that's for sure. <laughs> well, this is this was my second favorite, just based on the trailer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Box ballet. Uh, this had a very sort of storybook, simplistic sort of design to it. It, it was okay. There's not much to it. Like just a bit of a, a simple rom com. I guess really, um, yeah, not much to it though. Yeah, I felt this was this this was pretty empty for me. Um, pretty, um, um, a, a kind of a nothing kind of film. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, it's just like okay, this is what it is. These two characters and they're, you know, both performers, but from different uh, different perspectives, and you know, they didn't do anything for me. The windshield wiper. This is sort of just a collection of moments under. Sort of the broad theme of love, uh, really. Then only uh, doesn't have a really a real narrative to it. Um, I love the look of this. Uh, it looks very rotoscoped, like they've filmed it all and just painted over the top. Uh, apparently, it's not, which I find really hard to believe. But apparently, it's not. It's it's all original art. Um, but just how good it looks, I think that's actually going to hurt it because it looks so realistic uh, in ways. But, uh, yeah, the actual stories involved in it, uh, it's very sort of pretentious and French about love and things. And uh, yeah, But, geez, it looks good. It looks so nice. Yeah, this is my favourite in terms of style out of, yeah, the, out of the five. A, yeah, it's, love a, it. it's, it's very arresting right from the opening image all the way through to the, to the end. And uh, I'm not too sure if the... If all the vignettes worked in the uh, and we that we're intercut, so we keep going back to them, and uh, maybe this deserves a second viewing. Um, maybe maybe it's better than I thought it was altogether. And then Robin Robin, which is yeah the only family friendly one sort of out of the lot, uh, made by Ardman, who typically do outstanding work, and this is not outstanding at all. I didn't like it at all. I think it's poor. In fact, uh, it's like 30 minutes. There's three songs in it and they're not particularly catchy or even clear. It was very hard to even understand what, what the lyrics were. Um, perhaps it's too family friendly. Uh, it's just very trite. I don't think it's well directed. There are some really weird sort of shot selections in it. Yeah, it's not good, but it's probably the most palatable of the lot. Sort of that or box ballet, really. So... I would think Robin Robin for the win, but I'm, I'm really not convinced. Yeah, I enjoyed the, the lovely texture of the, the characters and um, voice work by Gillian Anderson, who plays the cat. Um, yeah, I think just based on that safety factor there, Tony, a deserved favourite. Yeah, this is the second film that I, second short that I tapped out. Of, uh, it's by far the longest. It's double the length of time for all of the other films. I gave it about 10 minutes. This is not a film for me at all. Um, I agree with you. The, the, the staging of the, the sequences seemed really messy and convoluted and clumsy. There was so much stuff within the frame. And it's just like, what's going on? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, compared to the – I mean, obviously there's, there's, there is – there was maybe a, a high level of craft but, but no real control over what was in the frame. Compared compared with all of the others, even Box Ballet, I think is is a is a uh, is a better film, better animated film than this one. Uh, but yeah, it was by far my least favourite. But it'll probably win. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think it's probably going to win too. Right, 
Here we go. The Oscars. Gentlemen, uh, compared to last year, have you outlaid more or less? Probably about, probably about triple. Triple, Max? Mm. Uh, more, maybe maybe double, a little less than double. A little less than double, I think. And what was different for me, Tony, was um, normally I stay away from the crafts and I've entered the crafts, which might be dangerous, <laughs> as we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we shall see. We shall see. Before we get started, let's jump into our current profit on turnover standings for the entire 2021-22 award season. So this isn't going to include Emmys, Globes, BAFTAs, Critics' Choice, SAG, Writers Guild, producers, whatever, whatever else in there. Um, for me, unfortunately, I put two bets on the Writers Guild. Um, I put a, I was a, on June and West Side Story for Adapted. Uh, the theory there was that, yeah, voting for the Writers Guild closed in mid-Feb, and this was uh, long before the CODA wave sort of began. Uh, so I figured CODA wasn't going to get up that early in the season. Um, but as my good friend Paul Schrader says, you can't compete with mediocrity and <laughs> CODA won. Uh, so I had a negative 100% profit on turnover for me, for the Writers Guild there, which brings my cumulative season-long POT down, down, down to 8%. Oh, I was, dear. I know. I, I ran negative for the Writers Guild, the Globes, and SAG. And again, like I explained last episode, that sounds bad, but I've actually only lost $100 total on those three awards. So, Professor, how's your standings? Yeah, see you read after Francis McDormand didn't nab that nomination but been climbing out of the, the hole. Uh, so helped by, by Coda, actually. Um and BAFTA and PGA and, and SAG Ensemble. So, yeah, current POT pre-Oscars is 22%. Oh, nice. Max, mm. can you top that? Well, I can. Um, and it, we have to think, thank Kate Winslet for that. Indeed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So all up, um, betting across all of these, these different awards, I managed um, to eke out. A POT of 167. Oh, we got some catching up. Professor, can you possibly catch him? I have to get in some multis tonight. <laughs> what was that number again? 167. Oh, wow. dude. Well done. Wow. Yeah, Winslet, Winslet did provide for all of us. Mm. So that's, that's several thousand dollars. That's good. Yeah. yeah, that's really, really good. Well done. Oh, well done. Amazing. Right. Best picture. Let's start at the top. Work through what should win and what will win. Should win for me is the dog. Will win. It's 50-50. It's the dog or coder, I think, at the moment. I am going to say, if I had to choose, I think dog will get up. Uh, I am, I'm on dog, Belfast, West Side Story, Pizza, Coda, and King Richard. I'm pretty light on sort of all of them, uh, but I got them at early at good prices. So if any win... I'm going to at least double through in this category. Um, Power of the Dog is fave. The best you can get it is 175 at Tab. Coda 250 is a very good price at Blue Bet and Belfast 15. It's paying at Bet365. Wow. Bet That's pretty much the only three uh, of interest. Uh, Professor, who should win? Who will win? Uh, should uh, is Power of the Dog and Will is Power of the Dog. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so just a quick sort of highlights of some of the 
average prices. So we've chipped into these uh, over the course of the last few months. So got power, the dog, average price there is $15. Coda, Coda um, 19 So I've got a fair bit of Coda um, before SAGs actually. Belfast 17, King Richard 21, West Side Story 18, Licorice Pizza 17. And a very long time ago, Don't Look Up for $51. So, um, yeah, well covered there. Should be okay. Well, um, just to give you an overview of, of the bets that I have, I've got far fewer bets, I think, than you guys. I've kind of um, uh, essentialized everything down. So I've, I've bet on 10 categories out of the 23 categories uh, in total. And I've, I've made seven mining, minor investments across eight outcomes and three major investments. Uh, so the, the seven minor ones are, are yeah, the, the difference between the minor investments and the major investments. I won't say exactly how much in terms of dollar value. But significant. Uh, but significant. That's right. Significant differences there, the seven and the three. Right. So which are the three, yes, major investments? Which three categories? Oh, the major investments are... Uh, Director, yep. Uh, documentary feature, mm-hmm. and cinematography. Right, they're the three. So on picture, uh, I think that Dog should win, uh, but I wish I had the I wish I had the um, the feelings of you guys with who will win. And uh, yeah, I'm going to pick Coda uh, mm-hmm. to win. Wow. Um, yeah, my estimation of the Academy has just gone down the toilet there, with particularly with the the PGA and the WGA choosing that. Mm-hmm. So I'm on both uh, Power Dog and Coda. Uh, and so if if I if I manage to snag Dog, then I make about a 10 to 1 on my investment. And if uh, I get to Coda, then it's about 4 to 1. So any any of those will, uh, will cover and give me uh, 200 to 300%. Nice, excellent. Wow. Max steams steams further ahead. Director, who should win? Campion should win. Who will win? Campion will win. Uh, I'm on Campion. I got her at prices between 17 and 2. I'm very heavy in my investment there, and I'm on PTA and Spielberg, very light. Uh, Campion, the best is $1.05 at bet right. The shortest I found, uh, she's (laughs) at Top Sport. Campion is paying one dollar and seven tenths of one cent. <laughs> yeah, it's about right. Thank- yeah. <laughs> thankfully, they're rounding that up to a dollar and one cent if you actually put that on. But anyway, uh, everyone else in this category are in their twenties. All the damage Max has been doing on Top Sport. Exactly <laughs> right. Uh, here is a thought experiment for you too. All right, imagine that everything in this Oscars award season uh, has happened exactly as it is now. Everything's exactly the same. But Sean Hader has been nominated for director. Yeah. What what odds would she be? And Max, would you be worried? Uh yeah, of course I'd be worried. Yeah, with this with this coder insanity uh, that's been taking place, I would I would definitely look. I'm I'm still worried. I still think it's it. You know, I think it's a ninety eight percent lock. But uh, just as any poker player will will know, you get to the river and there's a two outer, and someone can hit that two outer. It's happened to me. I'm, a number of occasions, a number of hands it's happened to me. So, yeah, you can get there. Everything can be in your, your favour. And then, boom, you know, out of nowhere, that six of diamonds comes out. And that's the one of the two cards in the entire deck that you don't want to uh, to see. 
and it's and you see it and you lose the whole fucking life. Professor, what would Hayda be paying? Do you think if she was nominated? Uh, I would. I think it'd be also a second fave, somewhere between two and five. What would probably it, it changes the whole narrative for the category, though. Yeah, so the champion uh, female filmmaker and all the rest of it. Mm. PTA for sure. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And then Will is Jane. Jane Campion, no problems. Uh, who are you on? Are you on camp? And that's it. So stupidly, uh, Branna. Geez, I wish I could sell that bit off somewhere. But um, did that look good? Branna, Branna looked really good. I, I must have done that bit before I actually saw the film. But um, uh, yeah. So then I got Spielberg. Uh, there was a bit of love there in December, and then Campion is the largest investment of the whole uh, whole day, and, and the average price about six dollars. Yeah, Max. Have you got anything besides Campion? Uh, what, on director? No. Yeah. Any other coverage? No. Only on Campion. Yeah. I was thinking about PTA as should win um, director, uh, but like I don't think this is is Jane Campion's strongest film by far. I, in in some ways, I think it's maybe her third weakest film. Um, <laughs> you have to think of. I think even like a girl's own story, her short film, I think is a far better film than this. Uh, but I I still think it's yeah it's it's, it's a pretty damn good film. Um, and I think it should win, and it will win. Ninety-eight uh, percent will win, and I've got yeah significant funds associated with this one. Uh, about sixty-five percent of all of my uh, Oscar bets are on Campion for this, and I'm looking at uh, more than tripling that investment. Here we go. He's hoping it's going to be a very, very nervous <laughs> watch <laughs> for many of us on many no categories. No six of diamonds. No six yeah, of diamonds. Yeah, no six of diamonds. No six of diamonds. Yeah. No bows. But uh, speaking of which, actor, who should win? I think Ansel Elgort should win. Uh, for Absolutely. West Side Story. Absolutely. I, uh, he was an absolute masterclass. Uh, that was. Uh, who will win? Uh, will Smith will win. I'm on Smith. I got him at eight and a half and five. I'm also on Cumberbatch. I got him at 13 and 10. Smith is uh, he's as short as a dollar and two, but you can get him uh, for a dollar 12 at Sportsbet and Tab. Cumberbatch, 650 at Ned's, bet 365. Garfield, 15. At bet three six five, this looks to be uh, uh, Smith's wrapped up. Yeah, but BAFTA's really swung this one, and what a what a interesting campaign by Will Smith. He's not exactly been banging the door down, has he, to for, for this Oscar glory? Uh, but this is my second biggest investment uh, of the day. So Will Smith, um, average odds of about four dollars, and over the last nine months of just. Uh, grabbed um, the other actors at the right price. So Javier, who's got no chance, had $51. Garfield at 21 Denzel at 9 50 and Cumberpatch at $10. So whoever wins, I'll make a profit, but Will Smith will be the greatest. Um, should win will be Will Smith and will win is Will Smith. Nice, nice. I, I concur. It's, it's Smith should and... Um, uh... Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Smith shouldn't win. What am I talking about? <laughs> I'm getting confused. I was about to call you on that, man. Yeah, I just wrote that in my notes. It's like, what's going on? He will win. Um, I've got Cumberbatch uh, should win, and I'm on Cumberbatch. Uh, but just to give you a, a sense of the scale, uh, the amount that I've got on Cumberbatch is one two hundred and twentieth of what I've got on Jane Campion. <laughs> Righty, right. That's about $100, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Best actress. 
Who should win? I still think Stewart should win. I think that's the best performance out of the lot. Who will win? I think Chastain has got it. Uh, I'm on Chastain. I got her uh, between eight and six. Uh, Stewart I'm on. I got her at 26 very early. And again, at six. Uh, Kidman I'm on and Coleman I'm on. I've both got them (laughs) in in 20s. Again, you know, they're all pretty light on all of them. But because I got the good early odds, I'll at least double through. If anyone but Cruz wins, Chastain is the favourite at 190, is the best at Blue Bet. Kidman, 450 at Ned's Top Sport. Coleman, eight. Stewart, nine. Is out to nine. I should have held and got her at nine at Tab Touch and Unibet. Cruz, 21 at Ned's. Professor? Yeah, should win. Should be Case Stew. And Will, I think if Chastain's going to get it. Um... What a what a interesting category, a topsy-turvy season for this one. The Chastain actually opened his favourite and we're back to where we started. Um, uh, so, yeah, it was all Kidman there for a number of weeks and, and months and then it was Kidman and, and then she's faded. So um, I have Kidman for an average price of 12, Case for 11, Coleman at 17 and then Chastain – Will pay off, but I've got her in, in multiple uh, parlays, um, some of which have got uh, you know, a lower probability of happening. So it might actually be a losing category for me, this one. <laughs> Max? Uh, I've seen all of them except Parallel Mothers, so I'm not too sure what the Penelope Cruz performance is like. Have, have, has anyone seen Parallel Mothers? No, I haven't. I've seen I'm half of it, yeah. Disappointed. Half of the parallel. Um, so, other ones I've seen, I think, yeah, Case Jew is, is by far the best performance. I think there's some pretty ordinary or maybe even bad performances in there. Uh, but uh, yeah, I concur with you guys. I think Jennifer, uh, uh, that, uh, um, that Jessica Chastain should, uh, will probably take this out. I don't have any bets on this category. Supporting actor, who should win? I think Cody should win. I think that the physicality of that performance is absolutely brilliant for someone so young. Who will win? It's Kotzer. I'm afraid. Uh, I'm medium uh, investment on both Cody and Kotzer. Cody, I got at 10, 6, and 4. Kotzer, I got at 6, 50, 5, and 4. Um, if either of them win, I'll double through at least, so that's good. Uh, I'm light on Hines and Simmons as well. Got Simmons at 34, Hines at 15. Kotzer is the short favourite at the moment, paying. The best is 133. At Blue Bet, Cody's four now at Tab Touch Uni Bet, and the others we don't care about. Yeah, so sh- should win, I think, should be Mark Rylance or Bradley Cooper. Um, <laughs> they were fantastic performances in, in their work, but they didn't get nominated. Maybe Ned's have got their markets up. Well, we should have a look at that. Um, uh, should uh, is Cody, actually, uh, but I, I heard some interesting commentary over the last few days where you know, there's some voters perhaps that gave up on Power of the Dog and Unless you get to the very end, you can't appreciate the the complexity of the performance, perhaps. Yeah, that's really true. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So we'll win will be Troy. Troy, um, he's he's the man of the moment, and I'd I'd expect him to be dollar five on on game day. Um, a bit vulnerable for this category. So Kieran Hines at fifteen, J.K. also uh, Tony at thirty four, Cody eight average price of eight dollars. I've got a lot of Kotzer, but it's parlay dependent. <laughs> uh, I think Cody should win, and I've got uh, Kotzer to win. Uh, and I agree, it must it, it needs to be far shorter than a dollar thirty-three. Uh, I'm I'm on Cody. I got on him quite a 
quite a while ago. Uh, if he comes in, then that would that would be a nice little return on a relatively small investment. Uh, I think he's still got a chance. Maybe he's got ten percent chance. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Maybe eight percent chance. See how it goes. Supporting actress. Who should win? I think Dunst should win. I think uh, that was a, a tremendous performance from her. Who will win? Oh, unfortunately, I'm uh, I'm jumping in with everyone else. I think Debose will win. Um, and unfortunately for me, I'm medium on Dunst at oh. 11. Uh, mm. I, ju- I jumped in. Uh, I kept topping up when she was at 11. Mm. Uh, and I'm light on Ellis. I got her at 8. And, uh, yeah, I think this category is going to be a write-off for me. Uh, Debose, yeah, there's no point trying to get coverage when uh, she's paying 112 is the best at Ned's. She's as short as 102 at Top Sports. Dunst, oh, 102. Two, yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Dunst is uh, 850, bet 365, Ellis 21, tab touch Unibet. Yeah, I think uh, I think this is DeBose's. Yeah, should win. Uh, I, I think it should be Jessie Buckley, actually. I think she's a, oh. a wonderful young actress. And um, Martha Plimpton, uh, who's in Mass and was never nominated, that's a spectacular performance. And Mass totally shut out for, for this uh, Oscars. Uh, and Will is DeBose, uh, just caught fire when it came out and it's, it's never stopped. So Dench, I've got in at uh, 11. Uh, that was done late last year. Ellis at $10 and Dunst at 10 uh, So it's going to take a small hit on this one. Oh, did we all miss DeBose? Max, did you get on DeBose at any point? No, no. I think uh, Dunst, again, should should win. Um, DeBose, for sure, absolutely will win. Everything's uh, – I'd be absolutely astonished if if uh, she loses. And that's maybe one of the things we think of, like what, what what's the possible – Short price favourite that, um, uh, that that will be upset, uh, and I got on Dunst throughout. <laughs> Drive my car, yeah, no yeah. way. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I got on Dunst, and my investment there is about three times the investment that I've got on Cody. Uh, all, all up about all these mysterious there. numbers, Max. Six to one on that. One. <laughs> what is your campion investment? <laughs> That's what I just, just want to know. I just wanted to play on your mind if you can just try and put those figures together. So uh, yeah, I think I think Dunst is pretty much out of the picture. Um, I would give her less than five percent chance. Yep, yeah, I would agree. Original screenplay: Who should win? I think Belfast should win and will win. Belfast for me. I'm still on the Belfast train. I'm light on it. Um, I've got it at three. Uh, a few investments at three dollars. Uh, it's still at three, uh, still second favourite, uh, paying three at Ned's and Bet Right. Licorice Pizza is the fave, 210 at Bet365. Don't look up after the WGA win has shot into third place, uh, 750 now points bet. King Richard, 26. Uh, worst person in the world, it's paying 10 at Sports Bet, 26 at Ned's. Mm. Imagine that for an upset. That could yeah, be interesting. That's nice. Yeah. How did you go, Professor? Are you on this? Um, yeah, I'd be emotionally invested in, in PTA uh, taking this. So um, should should be uh, Licorice Pizza and, and will be Licorice Pizza. I'll be very upset if Belfast takes this. Um, I've taken the Ron Howard approach with this one and yeah, if Belfast does take it, I'll be covered. Right. <laughs> yeah, I completely concur with the Professor on this one, Licorice Pizza for both, and uh, I don't have any action on this category. Adapted screenplay. Who should win? <sighs> Between the dog and lost daughter. Um, I think 
I think I'd probably say dogs should win. I, I yeah, I think the script is really good. Uh, who will win? Far out. Dog or Coda or possibly Lost Daughter. Uh, I think with momentum, I think Coda's going to get it. Uh, I'm light on uh, Lost Daughter. I got it at nine fifty and eight fifty, and Coda I got on at eleven. Uh, I'm light on both, but uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll double through at least on on uh, on those bets. Power Dog, <laughs> Power Dog is still favourite. Just uh, it's one forty, but you can get it at two eighty at Ned's. That's a pretty good price. Coda, you can get it at one fifty, but you can it's as high as two seventy at points bet. Two eighty wow. and two seventy. You could probably parlay those two up. Mm, nice nice little, catch. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's nice. Lost Daughter is now out to oh, 13 at Bet365. That's good odds too. Drive My Car, uh, 31. It's paying at uh, Tab Touch Unibet Points Bet. Max, you got uh, Professor, you got an investment here? I do. I've just got um, Coda and Power of the Dog here. Uh, and Coda is one BAFTA adapted and it's won the w- WGA, right? Mm-hmm. So should should be uh, the power of the dog. I think will will be Coda and uh, the death toll of Best Picture if that happens. Yeah, again, I concur with the professor on that dog and Coda. Uh, I'm on Lost Daughter uh, for about uh, twelve times what I'm on Cumberbatch for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're all keeping track at home. That's right. Yeah, you got By the, the end, you got the whiteboard. Get the whiteboard out. Here we go. <laughs> So you'll be able to figure it out with a whiteboard. Uh, we will. We we do have a big whiteboard for Oscar mm. Day, by the way. Yeah, oh, Monster Parlor is there, Tony. So I, I'd, I'd be very happy with Lost Daughter coming in. And did you say that Lost Daughter is at 13 at the moment? 13 at Bet365. Great price. Oh, I'm going to have big. to, yeah, I'm gonna have get to back on. consider that because I I think Lost Daughter's maybe got like a 20% chance mm. uh, for this category. Yeah, so thir- 13 is absolutely wrong, absolutely wrong for that. Yeah, it should be maybe five. International feature. Who should win? Well, for Professor, I will say the Yak, but uh, I think Flea should probably win out of all these nominees. Uh, who will win? <sighs> I'll, I'll begrudgingly say uh, Drive My Car, but I really think this category is open. I'm on uh, the Yak. I got it at 101 after the Professor's recommendation, <laughs> uh, and I got on Flea at 11. Uh, I saw the Yak, by the way. Um uh, which is, it's really sweet. It's quite good. I think it's worth a look. Um, and I think it's got a, an actual chance. I think it's got a better chance than Hand of God, that's for sure. Uh, so I don't think it's a bad bet at 101. Drive My Car is uh, very short at $1.15 is the best at bet right. Flea, 11 at Tab Sports Bet. Worst Person in the World, 13 at Bet365. That's not too bad. It's a lot more palatable than Drive My Car. Is there any love for Worst Person in the World? I noticed that uh, a couple of days ago we got word that uh, the Worst Person in the World in June will go Criterion on the Criterion. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I saw that. Um, The fact that it got nominated in another category, um, uh, original screenplay, I think that means that there is some Academy love for it. So, yeah, it's paying 13. I I don't think that's a bad bet because, yeah, it's a lot easier to sit through than Drive My Car. Uh, Hand of God and the Yak are both paying 41 at Bet365. Uh, Professor, besides your uh, $151 uh, bet on the Yak, you want anything else? I've got uh, Hand of God, and, and that would be my number one pick if I was a, a voter, um, and that is one, the longest shot uh, together with the Yak. Uh, I've got uh, 
worst person in the world in the mix as well. Uh, so should should be a hand of God and, and Will will be driving my car. I've got drive my car for both should and will and I've got no action on this one. Documentary feature. Who should win? I think Ascension should win. I think that's that's one of the best films of the year for me, if not the best. Uh, who will win? I'm pretty confident now that Summer of Soul will get up. I'm heavy on Summer of Soul, perhaps not as heavy as Max, but uh, I got it at six and four and a dollar fifty. Um, it's uh, the best price is dollar forty at points bet, which is still a good price uh, at points bet. Neds and bet right flea is I think it's his only competition uh, at three seventy five is the best at tab. I think um, Ascension, yeah, should should be the winner. I think it's pretty pretty amazing. Um, still can't believe the Rescue did not get nominated, um, and and will will be yeah Summer of Soul. Uh, so just two in the mix for me for this one. Got Summer of Soul for four dollars fifty, and Attica for twenty one. That's funny. We all we've all picked Ascension that uh, should win. I've got it too. Uh, will win will be. Uh, hopefully summer of soul because i've got to yeah i've got this is one of my three big investments uh so just if you're keeping track it's about a <laughs> six times the investment of of the kirsten dunst um, um uh bet and about 25 percent of the jane campion bet yeah. oh a, a quarter of campion wow quarter of campion, okay quarter of Jeez. campion action that's right. Okay, for those playing at home, five hundred. That's large. Yes, that's 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 quite a bit then. Okay, animated feature. Who should win? I think Mitchell's should win. I think that's the most enjoyable film out of the lot for me. Uh, who will win? Uh, Encanto uh, will win. I'm medium on Encanto. I got on at seven, um, but unfortunately, I'm very heavy on Mitchell's at five fifty and Flea when it first opened at one fifty seven. Wow. I I jumped on uh, at one fifty seven quite hard because I thought mm. it was going to be I was going to ride that all the way through. Uh, alas, no, that's wrong. And Canto is uh, now the fave. One fourteen is the best at Blue Bet. It's as short as a dollar and two at Top Sport. Mitchell's eight fifty sports bet. Flea thirteen at Bet three C five isn't too bad. Yeah, I think I hope Encanto will get this. Yeah, should win should be in, in Canto, but uh, I think Mitchell's is a genuine threat here and will win uh, is in Canto. So uh, three in the mix here for me. Uh, Luca uh, got an average price of $3.75 for that one and Canto uh, average price of $6. And then um, I've, I've started to get into Mitchell's, which is um, I got that for $8, got it in a parlay and it's now $6, I think. Yeah. No, I'm not playing. I, I think Flea should be rewarded, and I think Encanto will take it out. Editing. Who should win editing is Who cares? Who cares about Michael Kahn should win for West Side Story. <laughs> Didn't even get nominated. Christ almighty. Uh, who will win? I think June will win this, although this is going to be a pretty interesting category, I think. Uh, June is fave. Uh, best price is one ninety five at Top Sport Bet Right. King Richard. After winning the Ace, the Eddie, the Editing Guild Awards, four is the best at Neds and Points Bet. Power of the Dog, 450 at Tab. Don't look up and tick, tick, boom. I don't think they're in the race. Yeah, I think this is not as uh, locked as people think, unfortunately. But June, yeah, it's uh, this will be telling, perhaps, this category. Yeah, so I followed the, the Ace um, uh, correlation pretty strongly with a medium conviction and trying to catch the Max Runaway Express. No. Uh, so I, I caught um, King Richard at 17. 
Mm, and wow. uh, and because only because Ace uh, recognised it was tick tick boom at, at fifteen. So should win um, uh, King Richard and and then Will. Uh, yeah, it's it's a really tight tussle here, but I'd, I'd expect June to finally take it out. Professor, you said King Richard should win. Should win. He likes the tennis matches. Mm. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> but you got it at 17. 17's amazing. That is, like, if you hit on that, that, that could be, is that your best investment to, you know, profit? Um, oh, it's not a yak. Return? Yeah, no, probably I mean, the best, yeah. Yeah, but, but it's... But, a realistic but return. Yeah, realistic, that's right. Yeah, within this universe, you know? Yeah. Oh, man, 17's pretty great. Uh, I think it's Dune Dune. Uh, for both, and there's no investment uh, for me. Yeah, I, I think it's an open category. I really do think, yeah, it, you know, since it got the Eddie, which stunned me, but you know, I and I just hate everything about King Richard. Uh, there you go. Uh, the Eddie, I should just say, uh, correlation winning the Eddie, winning the editing Oscar is five of the last 11, so less than 50%. So who knows? Who knows? Cinematography, who should win? I think West Side Story should win. Uh, I think that's absolutely gorgeous, that film. Uh, who will win? All signs are pointing to June, unfortunately. Uh, and uh, even more unfortunately, I'm heavy, heavy on dog. Uh, I've got prices from between 9 and 450 June is favourite, paying 125 is the best at Ned's and Betright. Dog is out to 650 at Bet365. That's, oh, it's all. Did you get back on after Monday? I didn't. No, yeah. but at 650 is, oh, that's still a wrong price, even though yeah, June got BAFTA and the Guild. I, I still think 650 is wrong. I'm tempted to get back on, but I'm already in so deep uh, on that. Yeah, I think I could be in trouble. Um, Professor? Y- yeah, I've caught. Um, Power of Dog there for $9 uh, for cinematography. Um, nowhere near the level of commitment as, as you two fine gentlemen. Um, so should win, should be Power of the Dog. I'd expect June to take it out in the night, unfortunately. Yeah, this is a big one for me, a uh, big commitment. Um, <laughs> Give us the algo. Give us the algo there, Max. <laughs> what percentage of Campion is this? Around about 20% Campion. Of Campion? Oh, that's yeah. nothing. Oh, about, God. It's about 20% Campion. Oh, well, yeah, but the Campion. About 20,000. <laughs> uh, but it would be a really nice return. And that, yeah, that, that would please me so much, uh, obviously, because we've all got money on, on uh, Ari Wegner. Uh, taking this one out, and uh, I can't remember if we said that it was. It's a funny situation because uh, Greg Fraser, who's who's the DOP of June, he shot Jane Campion's last film, uh, The Bright Star. Yeah, he he shot oh. Bright Star. That's right. Yeah, and maybe he wanted uh, Campion wanted to use him for this, but because he's you know on June and and uh, Professor's favorite film at the moment, The Batman. Um, particularly when he saw it at the drive-in. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, if you want the to... The only way to see. It's anyway, the only bring a, way to... Bring a torch so you can see what's going on. Cinematography <laughs> is to watch it at the drive-in, I think. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. like, who am I to say? I mean, I, I, I saw Invisible Man at the drive-in. That didn't help too much either. Production design. Uh, who should win? I think Macbeth should win. I really loved the design of that film. Uh, I thought it looked absolutely cracking. Uh, who will win? I think this is June. Uh, I'm on Nightmare Alley. Uh, very, very light. Uh, I got it at 475. Uh, I just thought they might reward it somewhere, and that would probably be it. June is currently paying 140, is the best at Bet Right. Nightmare Alley, you can get it 350. 
at points bet bet right. Uh, West Side Story after 15. That's not a bad bet. West Side Story 15. Wow. Uh, the others aren't really in it. Uh, Professor, have you got any skin in this game? No, not, not at all. But I, I think time is going to be kind to the likes of Nightmare Alley. People are going to return to that film and, and it'll get far more love than it, than it deserves. Um, so should would be Nightmare Alley and I'd expect uh, June to take out this category. Yeah, another correlation there with the Professor. I, I feel Nightmare Alley should take it out, but I think June will. Uh, but it's, it's, it's going to be pretty close. I think Nightmare Alley's probably got about a 35% chance of, of getting up here, uh, you know, one in three or so. Um, so I wish it was just a little bit longer and then I'd lay on it, but I don't have anything on it. If it was five, I, I'd, yeah, I'd seriously consider um, putting a good uh, percentage down for that one. Visual effects. Who should win, who will win? June, both for me. Uh, June, the best price is $1.10 at BetRight. Uh, the others aren't, in, aren't worthy of discussion, uh, Professor. Yeah, my God, if June doesn't take VFX, all my parlays are shot. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, shouldn't shouldn't will, yeah. Agreed, yeah, agreed with that one, yeah. And same with sound, should and win June. Uh, June, the best price yeah. here, dollar twenty at Ned's is the best. All the others, yep, I don't think are in it. Yep, um, I'm the same as you, Professor. If uh, June doesn't come in with sound and visual effects, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of parlays. Yeah, that'll, be, um, yeah. <laughs> that'll be scrapped. Original score, who should win? I think I think Spencer should have been nominated for starters, mm. Mm. Uh, and I think the dog out of these nominees should win. Unfortunately, I think June will win. Uh, I'm light on the dog. I got it at 750. Um, Zimmer for June is favourite. 125 is the best at Ned's and Betright. Uh, Power of the dog, Johnny Greenwood, five. You can get it at Bet365. Uh, Franco, Jermaine Franco for Encanto, paying 15 at Ned's. That, that could be a possibility just because the soundtrack's going bonkers. But yeah, I think uh, Zimmer, unfortunately, has this one. Yeah, didn't like the score for Hans Zimmer, uh, but it should and should uh, it will win. Um, and uh, yeah, I think jo- what Johnny's done there with Power of the Dog superb, and, and that, that should be the winner. Uh, I've got a Dog to uh, that should win this one, and I think June will will take it out. It's definitely the loudest film. Uh, I'm on a pretty light investment. It's around about one hundred and twentieth. What I've got on Jane Campion here. Add all that up on the whiteboard, please. Original song. Who should win? I think No Time to Die is probably the best song out of all those. I've listened to all those. Uh, who will win? I think Encanto has got it. Uh, and I still think this is a good bet. Um, yeah, uh, I'm light on the Encanto song uh, at 350. No Time to Die is still fave. 155 is the best price at Ned's. Um, the Encanto song, 340, you can get it at about 365. Beyonce Be Alive, nine. It's paying at tab. And Tab Touch, Van Morrison down to Joy from Belfast, paying 34, bet 365. Somehow you do, somehow you do. Diane Warren, uh, perennially the bridesmaid, paying 41 at bet 365. Yeah, I, uh, I think Encanto might uh, sneak home here. What do you think, Professor? Yeah, I agree. Should, should and will. And um, Encanto is also getting another performance which isn't nominated on, on, on during the, the show, which is the, the Bruno song, yeah. So that's a bit of a tell. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I, I had No Time to Die for both of these. I think No Time to Die should win. I mean, I, I think it's a really strong Bond 
song. I think it's maybe, you know, one of the, the 10 best Bond songs. Uh, but there just seems to be so much momentum um, behind Encanto for this one. Uh, so I think it's touch and go. I think it's touch and go. I think it's 50-50. It could go either way. Costume design. Uh, for me, should win, will win is Cruella, a film about costume design. Uh, she's paying $1.25 is the best at Sportsbed and Tab. Yeah, nothing else I think is going to come close. Agreed? Yeah, Cruella, Cruella. Agreed, yeah. Makeup and hairstyling. Far out. I've seen some movement in this category. This has been really, really interesting. Uh, who should win? Out of all those, I think Gucci should win. I think Leto's makeup is pretty good. Um, I think it's certainly better than Tammy Faye's makeup. Uh, who will win? I think it's going to be Tammy Faye. Uh, I'm light on Cruella. I got that at nine. Gucci at 11. Coming to America at 26. Uh, and I'm also on Tammy Faye. What did I get that at? I didn't write that down. Uh, Tammy Faye uh, for cover at 143. I managed to just sneak on there, thankfully, in time. Uh, Tammy Faye's favorite at 136 is the best at Sportsbet, Bet365. June, I don't think he's got a shot. That's out to 750 at Top Sport. Cruella, 750 as well at Top Sport. Coming to America, Sportsbet has it second fave, equal second fave at 550. You can get it for 17 at Bet365. Wow. And Gucci, which was favorite not long ago, is now as long as 34. At Bet365. Get on, Tony. That's not a bad bet, Bet365. You think uh, Leto, the Super Mario Leto, is, uh, is half a chance. <laughs> what do you think, Professor? Yeah, so got um, medium levels here. So Cruella I, I called for $8. Again, this is just on the back of the Makeup Guild and the, the, the uh, parallels between eventual Oscar glory. So Cruella, $8. Coming to America, 23 and 6 which is just a bit of coverage and profit. Um so should uh, June. Like, I like June, and unfortunately, I think Tammy's going to win it. I, I haven't got anything on this one, but I think Jessica Chastain and like what she's been saying in the last um, the yeah, last yeah. couple of days, I, I think that's going to give her a big, big leg up um, for uh, you know ability to, to win this. Um, so I think uh, yeah, she's probably I don't know eighty percent um, favourite uh, to to win this category. And now we come to the shorts. Uh, Sportsbet, Pointsbet, and Bet365 are the only bookies that are carrying all three shorts. Let's start with Doco Short. Who should win? Uh, I think Lead Me Home should probably win. Uh, I'm light on Lead Me Home because I got it at 21, even though it's out to 26 now. Uh, who will win? I think Queen of Basketball will win. Queen of Basketball uh, is eighty. Sportsbet, uh, three songs for Benazir for you, Max. $3 at Sportsbet is the best. Audible at six. That's not a bad bet either. At bet 365. Lead Me Home, yes, is out to 26 at Bet365. When We Were Bullies, 34 at Bet365. Professor, do you uh, dare? I dare a little bit, and um, I'll reveal my best bet uh, later in the show for this. So I, I like six, $6 for Audible, and I think that should be should and, and will win. Uh, for me, it's a clear three songs for Benazir uh, should win this one. Uh, I, I really don't know. I'm guessing it's Queen of Basketball, I'm guessing. But uh, I have laid, yeah, I've, I've laid on three songs for Benazir. I think it's, I don't know if, if other people are affected to the extent that uh, I was. Um, who knows? Uh, but it was, it was such a, a, you know, an emotionally, emotional reaction for me 
that uh, I think at three dollars, yet I've I've invested a, a little amount. Animated short. Who should win? I don't think any of them really. Um, probably the windshield wiper at at an absolute push um, was my favourite, though I didn't really like it that much. Uh, who will win? I think Robin Robin will win. Uh, I'm I'm light on windshield wiper. I got it at six. I just threw something on because I really like the look of it. Robin Robin's fave, 166 is the best at Bet365. Bestia, you can get it at four at Sportsbet, Bet365. Windshield Wiper, six at PointsBet. Box Ballet, 15 at Sportsbet. And Affairs of the Art, 23 you can get it at Bet365. Don't have a clear conviction on this one. I'd expect Robin Robin to, to win it on the night. I'm should. I don't really know because I haven't seen the others. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's Affairs of the Art should win. Uh, I think that's the best animation, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm almost certain that Robin Robin will take it out. Live action short to close. Who should win? I think Alu Kachu should win. Uh, who will win? It's between Longabai and Alu Kachu for me. Uh, I think Alu might get up. I think it might get up, and I'm uh, light on it. I got it at four, uh, even though that price is extended out now. Bugger. Uh, Longabai's fave one forty four is the best at bet three six five. Uh, Alakachu 550 at Sportsbet. The Dress 11, Bet365. On My Mind 15 at Sportsbet. Please hold 19 at Pointsbet. Professor? Yeah, I'd expect uh, Long Goodbye to take this one out just on the back of the, the stardom there with um, the connection. Uh, and I, yeah, I, I don't have a strong view on this one. I haven't, haven't seen them. Yep, I think The Dress should win. I think it's the best one. And... Uh... Yeah, I'm pretty sure long goodbye. It's, what is it, like a 140 or something like that. I think that's about right, yeah. Right, well, let us finish with our best bets for the week, for the season, our actions, family values. Professor, is there anything left? It looks like there is. There is a little bit of meat on the bone, a little bit. Uh, So I caught uh, Audible on Bet365 uh, a couple of days ago, paying $7, now to 6 I still think that's a good bet just for a light investment by a cup of, cup of coffee is that all you got for us that's it. oh that's, that's it. all okay max what do you squeeze got? the juice <laughs> well i was thinking i mean kotza at 140 but now the price is uh is a little shorter um and it's like is it worth it and how much can you get on kotza that's the issue and i think tony we were talking this afternoon and and at the blue bet, was it? It was 133. What was the situation there? Yes, it was at 133 uh, at blue bet. And, uh, but the condition. Yeah, the condition, the, uh, the asterisks uh, for the betting, unfortunately, means that on novelty markets, you can only get a payout of a maximum of $100. Yeah. So what's the point if it's that, like, if, if that, that's one, one five thousandth of the, the, uh, Champion bet. What's the point? That's, of that? yeah, yeah, that's the way to keep customers. I think. You know, yeah, yeah, I want to be a bookie, but here are the, my rules. It's like, okay, well, don't be a bookie anyway. Right. Yeah, Is there anything for you then, Max? Very small book. Well, it, uh, yeah, there was the one that you mentioned. I didn't even know about it. Which uh, the uh, adapted screenplay, the Lost Order, at thirteen dollars. I, I think that's really good. I think that's really strong. Uh, I think yeah, there's there's maybe you know twenty percent chance that. Uh, that Lost Order can win that screenplay and at $13, yeah, you put a couple of dollars on that one. Uh, I've got a handful, live action short, yeah, Alakachu, five fifty. I think that's a pretty good price, a tab touch and uni bet, adapted screenplay, yes, I like I like Coda at, at two seventy. 
at points bet and lost order at 13, a play against Jane, 13 to bet 365 there. Original screenplay, I still like Belfast, paying three at Ned's and Ladbrokes. I still like that. Cinematography, I'm going to go to the line with this one. Dog, 650. It shouldn't be 650 at bet 365. If if you're still keen, I think that that's those odds are, oh, they're just enough to not pass up. Uh, and then international feature, uh, a play against Drive My Car. Uh, Flea paying 11 at tab and sports bet and worst person paying 13 at yeah, bet 365. Yeah. I think one of those two. One I, of those like, two could do it. When, when we're reading these anonymous ballots that are coming in and some of the absolutely screwy um, justifications that these people, these these actual real Academy voters, not like us, these real Academy voters have uh, of what they're doing is just like, oh, I'm voting for this because I like this person or I know them personally, mm-hmm. which is going to be a big one. But time and again, they keep coming up with drive my car and they say like, yeah, drive my car, drive my car. Are they actually watching this <laughs> I wish they did and they wouldn't vote for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's like it's, it's yeah, it's it's ingrained. Everybody is yeah. going to drive my car. Even, oh, even yeah, I've heard of that one. Tick. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, 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 I would absolutely um, hazard against uh, beating against drive my car. No. It's no, no, I think no it's problem. open that category. Well, in only a few days' time, all will be revealed. Thank you for listening, everybody. Oh, it's a long one. Thank you, Professor. Thank you. See you in a few days' time. Yes, thank you, Max. Oh, I can't wait. Thanks, Tony. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> we're on the Twitter and the Facebook at LCWT Action on YouTube also. Right, we're going to record our Oscars wrap directly after the Oscars, all three of us together at... La Maison de Max, uh, and we'll upload that a few days after. Good luck to us all. Gamble responsibly, please. And remember, it's a thrill to be nominated, but it's even better, come on, Ari Wagner, to be compensated. <laughs>